Well, I want to welcome you today to the Hills Church at home. It's also Communion Sunday, so I would encourage you to grab out your communion elements of bread, some juice. Boy, whatever you have, get it so that you have it. And then at the end, you can receive communion. Hey, encourage you to download the notes today. Go to our website, hillschurcharcadia.org. You can also find our kids activity sheet. And while you're on our website, find out all upcoming services and events taking place. So my title today as we go into the month of November is Jesus Gave Thanks. Jesus Gave Thanks. You know, it just seems like October came and went and we're into November. And especially in America, we take this time in this month to celebrate Thanksgiving. But we notice before we ever celebrated Thanksgiving as a nation, Jesus and the Father were already talking about Thanksgiving, being thankful to God. So I want to look at and mention a couple things today in our time together. Jesus gave thanks for what looked like not enough. Jesus gave thanks for what looked like not enough. I'm going to read John chapter 6. Let me just pull out a few of these scriptures. In fact, this is the feeding of the 5,000, and people have been following Jesus because of the signs and the miracles. In fact, we pick this up in verse 5, John 6, 5. Then Jesus, lifting up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming towards him, he said to Philip, one of his disciples, where can we buy bread that they might eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he wanted to do. Philip answered, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon's brother, said to him, there's a lad over here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many? What are they among so many? All we've got is small barley loaves and fish. What are they amongst this crowd? And we read on, and Jesus said, make the people sit down. And there was much grass in the place that the men sat down in the number of about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. As much as they wanted. Have you ever seen men go to a buffet or men go out to eat? I mean, they'll eat appetizers, and they'll eat dessert, and they'll eat their entree, and they'll eat your leftovers. They just have this appetite as much as they wanted to eat. They had. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragrance that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, this is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Now, let's notice something. Jesus knew what he wanted to do, but he tested Philip. Philip tried to figure out whatever money we have, there's no way we have enough to go out and buy bread for all of these people. 
Jesus then asks about what do we have? Well, they find out uh, they've got a young boy's lunch, right? Barley loaves and fish. It looked like nothing. In fact, I can imagine Jesus holding these loaves and fish so small, looks like nothing, probably was just enough for him. And then you look up at the crowd and you see him sitting down in just a minute of groups of 50. There's so many people, but he knew what he wanted to do. And that's why when we read this part, he said he had given thanks and he distributed them in the disciples. And they went out to those that were sitting as much as they wanted to eat. What Jesus had in his hands, though it looked like it was not enough, when he gave thanks, it was multiplied. You know, I'll give you several examples. You ever sat down in your month and you look at what your uh, income is for the month and then you look at your bills or you know what's coming this next month and you think it's not enough. And naturally your mind goes to, well, I, I have a credit card. I can borrow. I can sell this. But when it's not enough, give thanks for what you have. And begin to do the things, the very things that Jesus says to do. Don't look at the 5,000. Look at what you have and depend on Jesus and give thanks. Another one where he gave thanks is in John chapter 11. In fact, we won't take time to read it, but I encourage you to read this. In fact, this is also the time when he speaks and raises Lazarus from the dead, who had been dead for four days. In fact, we read this uh, down in John chapter 11 and listen to what Jesus says. Listen to the prayer in verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where, where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me because of the people standing by. And I said this, that they might believe that you sent me. Listen to his prayer. I thank you, Father, that you always hear me. Now, he's saying that not just because he's the son of God. And God now turns his ear to only listen to Jesus. He's saying that for you even today, that when you pray, God hears you. In fact, he goes on. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Jesus said, I know you always hear me. I, there's never a doubt that, that you don't hear me. But I'm saying this, I want them to know that when I pray, you hear me. And I'm saying it for their benefit. You always hear me. Have you ever had somebody call your name and you just do not want to respond and you tune them out? You just don't listen. Finally, it's like, I've been calling you. Oh, I, I didn't hear you. Or your phone rings and you look down and you see the, the number of the person that's calling in and you think, I'm not going to take the time to do that. I'm not going to listen to that today. God always hears you. Doesn't matter if it's the middle of the night or the morning or sometime in the day when you pray, God always hears you. Jesus thanks the Father that he always hears his prayers. In fact, we go on um, and, and we know that in the time of communion in Luke chapter 22, let me turn over there in the Bible, 
that on Jesus's personal darkest time, he knows that symbolically when he breaks this bread and he takes of the cup, he knows that it's just in a matter of hours that he's going to be arrested, slapped, roughed up, beaten, whipped, a crown of thorns, mocked, hit in the face, spit upon, carry the cross all the way to Golgotha to be crucified. And he knows that he's about to go through that. He's not thinking of himself. He's thinking of his disciples. In fact, we pick this up in Luke chapter 22. And this is, we read in verses 14. Uh, and we read down into verse 20. And it says this. When the hour had come, he sat down with the, the 12 apostles with him. And he said to them, with fervent desire. I have desired to eat the Passover with you before I suffer. But I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he said, take this and divide it amongst yourself. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks and broke it. Let me say that again. He took the bread, gave thanks, and he broke it, knowing the symbol. And here's what he said. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. He gave thanks and broke the bread in a symbol that just in the matter of hours, his body would be broken not only for them, but would be broken for you and for me. Likewise, he took the cup after supper. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. For behold, right? This, my blood, which is shed for you. So Jesus, he takes the bread, knowing the hours ahead, he breaks it anyways, and he distributes, distributes it out to the, the 12 apostles. This is my body broken for you, the cup. This is the cup, receive it. This is my cup. This is my blood that was shed for you. He gave thanks. He gave thanks to the Father when he didn't have enough. He prayed and gave thanks to the Father that the Father hears his prayers right before he raised Lazarus from the dead. He gave thanks for his, bro about his broken body that would be broken in a matter of hours so that in a time of communion, you could break bread and remember Jesus's broken body so that whatever is broken, missing, or out of place in your life, receive your healing. The shed blood of Jesus in the cup, whatever you need to confess, whatever sin you need to confess, do it now. Confess your sins to Jesus and he will forgive you. Notice that Jesus didn't need to give thanks in multiplying what it looked like was nothing. He didn't need to thank God that he hears his prayer. He didn't need to give thanks that he broke the bread, but he did it first and foremost for you and for me, that his body would be broken for you. You know, the Apostle Paul says this verse in, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It's actually verse 18, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything. Give thanks. 
That word everything means exactly that. In every situation, stop and give thanks. You know, the Apostle Paul, if you read the book of Philippians, is a thank you note to the Philippian church. But you need to know this. They sent in an offering so that the Apostle Paul could basically pay so that he wouldn't be in the dungeon, that he would be under house arrest, chained to a guard. And he's writing a thank you letter, but he's also imparting the word of God to people in the midst of his own chain, where the as the apostle, he's not out to go out and start churches and to preach in churches. He's in lockdown, locked down with the prison guard, having to write a letter. He can't do what he wants to do. But he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Don't look at your circumstances to discern or to decide how you respond. You respond first that in everything you're going to give thanks to God. It doesn't matter what it looks like today. In everything, give thanks. The little loaves multiply to feed the 5,000 when you give thanks. Give thanks that as you pray, you might doubt that God hears you, but God hears you. Jesus said so. In fact, he said, I'm saying this not for my benefit, for those around that they hear it. Know that when you pray, God hears you. Know that when you come before him and you're praying and standing for healing, that he already gave thanks for his broken body delivered for you. In everything, give thanks. In fact, David goes on in Psalm 100, verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Enter in. As you start in, as you start through the gate, do it with thanksgiving. Start with it. Jesus started with it with an amazing miracle to feed 5,000 people. Jesus did it in praying for somebody that's about to be risen from the dead, Lazarus, right? He's going he's gonna to come back from death to life. He did it in the time of communion. You enter in, you start with thanksgiving. You start your morning not thinking, oh, I've got to get coffee. No, you start your morning giving God thanks for a new day. You woke up today, right? You woke up. He's not done with you. He's got plans and purposes for you today. He's got people that you want to connect with. You're not done today. So enter into his courts with thanksgiving. You know, if this is all new to you, I, I, rem I, I always love every week where we get a response or an email or somebody messages back that this was either the first time that they heard this or an opportunity to accept Jesus as Lord. And I want to pray with you today that God gave thanks ahead of time for you. In fact, he sent his son, Jesus, the Bible says, before the foundations of the world, he knew that he would have to send a lamb, the lamb of God, Jesus, to take away the sin of the world. And he did it anyways for your opportunity to accept him as Lord. And if you've never prayed and accepted him as your Lord and Savior, would you do so today with me and with us? Pray this with me. Dear God, I believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again for me. I confess and accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sin. And today, I begin my relationship with you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. In fact, if you prayed that for the first time or you're rededicating your life to the Lord, would you reach out to us either by the social media platform that you're watching or you can go to our website. It allows you to email us through our contact. But the most important thing that you do right now when you accept Jesus as Lord, tell somebody, tell somebody what you did. Tell somebody what you did. Amen. Well, as we receive our tithes and offerings today, I want to read this one verse out of the book of Leviticus. And it says this, and when you offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord, offer it of your own free will. And when you give an offer of a, of a thanksgiving to the Lord, think about that, a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord. In your tithing, in your offering, it is a sacrifice. But it's not a sacrifice in vain or empty. It's a sacrifice and in a thanksgiving to the Lord, you're offering as a free will. You're bringing back to him what's already his. And that blessing goes into action. So pray this with me. My prayers I give to in today's offering, say this with me. As I give in today's offering, I rejoice as I bring to the Lord the first fruits of my income and my increase. I worship the Lord with a grateful heart. For he has provided faithfully for me and my house. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as we give, I don't know what tomorrow holds. God the Father does. But as I give, I'm trusting him for what I have today um, because he's already in my tomorrow. I'm giving that opportunity that he is already in my tomorrow, reminding me that he will bless me. So if you're giving today, you can give online, uh, hillschurcharcadia.org. It's safe, fast, and secure. And if you prefer to give by mail, you can do so. You can write to us, the Hills Church, P.O. Box 661419, Arcadia, California, 91066. We thank you for your faithfulness and for your support of the ministry at the Hills Church. Well, if you can probably, if you're watching my video, you can tell I've got a little uh, razor, let me come into the camera a little bit, razor stubble. And the reason why was because we're doing No Shave November. We encourage you to jump in as well. And um, starting November 1st, we asked everybody, save a dollar a day. You got 30 days, $30, save a dollar a day. You know, if you don't go to Starbucks today, um, that's saving you $5 or more probably. Save a dollar a day. And then we donate $30 to Foursquare Missions Press at the end of the month. The missions part of the Foursquare Church that is giving, printing. In fact, I had one out here this morning that I was looking at. Tracks that are sent all around the world to missionaries, ministries, churches, printing Bibles, solar printing presses, solar projectors, solar Bibles in, in certain cases. And it doesn't cost them anything because of our support. Encourage you to do so. So don't shave. Uh, or if you have to shave, <clears throat> join us at the end of the month in donating to Foursquare Missions Press. Well, I look up to the hills. Where does my help come from? You know, my help comes when I'm thankful, when I'm entering his courts with thanksgiving. In everything, give thanks. I'm, I'm thankful when I look up that I see Jesus give thanks for what looks like not enough. Jesus give th gives thanks 
because when we pray, the Father hears us and Jesus gives thanks. As you, at the close of this time, enter into a time of communion in your household, whether you're watching at work, uh, whether you're on a bus or on a train, that you're listening, that you stop with whatever you have and remember Jesus, that broken body, which was symbolized in the bread and the cup of your um, forgiveness and that new covenant in him. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. The Lord bless you. Have a great day. Remember, enter in a time of communion and every day this month to begin a lifestyle. Remember this, give thanks because Jesus gave thanks 